0: So you want to know how to treat your injuries with peace and love. Is it peace and love? Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. This is a real thing, people, and we're going to dive deep into it today. We're going to also answer some really good questions to wrap up the week. We're back. We're back. Now, first, you're going to notice that Rad isn't here at all. He's not actually present at the gym. He's moving house, so I have... Phil. Uh, oh, Phil's era. done it. I have Phil here, um, the rookie, uh, for Physio Fridays. This could be a new thing. Yeah, It'll Physio Fridays. And I'm sitting um, on the
1: wrong side, which for the podcast listeners is not a big deal, but I'm feeling very, you know, a bit all over the place on this side. <laughs> Yanni insists that his right arms, his big arms, so he wants to be able to sort of do some sort of flex. So every time he does, just give us like a, um, yeah, a little thumbs up for every time you see the guns coming That's out. That's
0: right. Yeah, so. I, um, I legit have a bigger arm and i like it on the outside <laughs> no i just thought i'd like to be consistent uh, because i was sitting here yesterday now uh we've got a couple of interesting questions coming through from um, people who are um, straining muscles hurting themselves and uh, today, we're going to build some context on what, what um, is the best approach for that sort of thing. Uh, we're going to go into the most current research uh, strategy and strategies on uh, managing injuries of those sorts. Yeah, and so we-
1: especially if we're talking like acute injuries, so it's like not just like uh, quite different to tendinopathies we talked in the past, quite different to sort of, you know, that slow onset repetitive strain injury. This is more like, you know, you are sprinting and you pull a muscle or you roll your ankle or... Yeah, you know, in this case, maybe you've you've done your pancake stretch and you're going way too hard, and you feel something like, "Oh, that's an yep. acute injury." Quite different, so yeah,
0: that's exactly right. So uh, we're all, and we're also going to talk uh, a little bit about a uh, a nerve issue that one of our um, uh, UMS online coaching tribe members um, partner or wife is uh, is suffering from, and uh, and how to best approach that um, because there's lots of really great best intended. Um, um, uh, contributions by other tribe members, uh, uh, and we just want to uh, address uh, all of that as a whole yeah. uh, straight up. So it is going to be a bit of physio Friday this yeah, week because um, like the plan
1: was to move back towards more of that strength and flexibility. And we're definitely, you know, any of those questions that are coming through. So if you put one in now, uh, we'll we'll talk to that. Um, but there does seem like a lot of our um, tribe really yeah. is just like so much about uh, injuries. So. I thought it'd be good just to jump on, kind of clear up a few little things there. And, and, you know, if that's kind of seems to be the case going forward and people want it, we can keep doing Physio Fridays. But um, So yeah.
0: there's new uh, research that, and I'll let Fi- um, Phil sort of build context around this. Um, I, initially, when I heard it, I genuinely thought it was the uh, same strategist from the thoughts and prayers uh, theory when we <laughs> yeah. were... When you're we
1: on were your own. You're not seeing anyone. Recent, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. We were having recent bushfire um Disasters over here in Australia, and uh, and and and, and we, <laughs> we got a lot of thoughts and prayers sent from a from a leadership team that were on holidays, and people made a big joke about that. So that's a bit of an ongoing inside country, na- 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 national joke now. Thoughts and prayers, but um, peace and love is 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 legit. It's a real uh, strategy, and I'll let Phil um, build some context around that.
1: Yeah, so I guess as you like, I'm sure most people, when they've injured themselves over the years, they would have had people like rush to their side, like wrap up. You know, if it's the classic is doing your ankle. So you you roll your ankle and it swells up like a balloon, so people, you know, wrap it up, they tell you to put it up above your head, so lie down and maybe elevate it on a on a chair and then put an ice pack on it and, and do that for, you know, the first couple of days and then when you feel better get back into your sport. But you're talking um, about the
0: old RICE acronym, right? Yeah, well this
1: was even it, it was originally ICE, so just ICE compress, elevate. And yep. then they're like, Oh, we should probably put some rest in there as well. So it was rest, ice, compress, elevate. And then went to price, so protect. Uh, rest ice compress elevate. elevate yeah and then uh now they've kind of started to realize like oh wait when we think about tissues like with as i've talked so much about before is like it's all about preparing your body to uh get back to doing what you're doing so um they've added the... um, They've now changed to Peace and Love. So, uh, Peace and Love... Explain explain Peace and Love. um, Uh, First
0: of all, is it two acronyms?
1: So, when you're looking at Peace, that's the initial acute, like, first day or two of an injury, and depending on how severe the injury is and how just how intense, like, the inflammatory process is and how, like, crippling it is, like, that's kind of going to be, you know, between one to maybe 72 hours, so uh, one to, like, three days. And so, uh, Peace stands for Protect, Elevate, Avoid anti-inflammatories, compress, and education. So
0: So avoid anti-inflammatories. Yeah, so that's different. And
1: anti-inflammatories is the medication, so that's like... You know, taking your um, ibuprofen or other anti inflammatory medications, yep. but it's also ice. So they've got rid of ice, which is yeah, huge right. because that, that was like, huge, that's yeah. the thing that. That's what know, everyone thinks. I'm, everyone. I'm
0: just adjusting my chair because your arm's cut off and mine isn't, which is right, just terrible framing from Richie. Yeah, what are um, you up to,
1: mate? You there, mate. <laughs> How are we now? I mean, I, I feel like yeah. working with us is like holding cats so I don't I don't at all blame him and I think he does a wonderful <laughs> job every day but uh yeah we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll get get my uh, get my my big left gun in um, yes, yeah so we yeah they've got rid of uh, anti-inflammatories which is huge so it's the big change there is that basically realize uh, oh maybe the body's like trying to do something when it's you know getting all inflamed and stuff maybe it's not this like unhelpful thing maybe it's yeah. you know the body's exact way of dealing with injury which it yeah. is yeah and so uh yeah, they've, they've, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes so when you sense. have like what inflammation is what, and why you get sort of these big swollen uh, joints or um, areas is that you get a flood of, you know, um, nutrients. and You get like a whole lot of white blood cells and um, and then and red blood cells that go in there and they're really trying to provide that area. We'd like basically patch everything up, give it plenty of nutrients so it can start healing and, and go on its way. But if you go in there and you're trying to block that and you're trying to, you know, stem the flow of this like of all these resources that are going there, then it makes sense that kind of does slow down. Slow down the um, process. Yeah. yeah, and you know, also on top of that, one of the issues with anti-inflammatory medications is is pretty. Um, a lot of them, you know, ibuprofen being the big one, which. I'm not a doctor and can't prescribe medis- medication, but one big problem that we, people have, especially during sports, is that often they've got a bit of an empty stomach and they're taking anti-inflammatories and that can be really problematic for uh, stomach ulcers and the like. So, yep. uh, but that's secondary to the f- fact that they think information, really useful. Nature yeah, right. doing its job. Yeah,
0: interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's a really completely different take on the concept because the first, your first, I mean, your first, uh, um, res, you know, go to um, is okay. I want to. I'm in pain. I want to get out of pain. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've certainly reached for anti inflammatories when I've, um, you know, uh, triggered something in my body yeah. as a as a first resort because I just want to be able to continue through my day and yeah, totally. on, you know, well, pain free. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's well, a big one. Like, so that's not saying uh, again, not a doctor not prescribing anything here, but just to be clear, like anti-inflammatories is quite different to pain medications. So like Panadol or Tylenol, if you're in America, that's very different to ibuprofen. So okay, yep. like it's, and this uh, Peace and Love is making no comment on pain medication, but for anti inflammatory specifically, yep. um, that's where the uh, recommendation is. So yep. I kind of, so just to, um, again, sort of looking big picture. So Peace is looking at that first like day to 30 um, to three days, so 72 hours. And then Uh, love is looking at kind of three days up to like when you to progress you back to exercise okay Okay, so that's the that's the difference there so again just to go over piece, we've got protection elevation avoid anti-inflammatories compression and education and we'll go step by step through each of those but then love is load optimism vascularization and exercise
0: i love optimism
1: yeah there you go
0: totally
1: you know we've been harping on about pain science for like yeah. most of this year and you can see how you it's know it's now snuck
0: its way into and this the, is this uh, is coming from practical. british journal
1: of sports medicine so this is coming from like the top. you know top yeah. top yeah i know what they're talking about here and just so great to see that they've got this sort of you know acknowledgement of how your mindset will play a role in your yeah. your long-term outcomes so yeah. i think that's, that's fantastic
0: a, so just go th- over love again sorry cause yep I just so we've got it on optimism yeah which, yeah
1: so we've got load so they're actually you know saying like you know after you're You've done the protection at the beginning, on like where if it's really sore and you can't do anything, like just give it a couple of days, like three days of letting the inflammatory process go. And then once you get back, like up after about, you know, three days, depending on how intense it is, then adding some load. So doing some gentle strengthening that's not going to, you know, exacerbate things, but just gentle loading of the structures is going to be a way to do it. And so, one, when I injured my hamstring, I tore my hammy um, quite badly a few years ago to the point where it was, you know, like, bleeding down the back of my not like out of my body but inside you like the bruising down into your calf um and i was you know playing tournaments and i had nationals coming up and uh this is the ultimate frisbee um and i went to the physio and it was like the first time i've ever had something that wasn't just like all right you know stop until you can you know get straight back into it and so she had me like the the next day going down to the park and doing uh like lateral sprinting so like like um you know grapevine sort of movements and side to side shuffle going as fast as I can because she's like it's so important to keep every other part of your body conditioned um it's really important to you know keep that sort of speed and um and that power generation that you've got through your, your season if you yep. just totally stop now then you're going to lose that but when you're doing just that abduction adduction movement so moving in that sort of horizontal plane my hamstrings are no longer getting stretched so therefore a tear is not going to be as affected yep. so it was such a great like I just bounced back so quickly from that injury. And yep. um, so that's what this is kind of talking about. Not necessarily saying you have to go out there and, you know, sprint in a weird way, but just that idea of like giving your body some load so it, it, it realized like, hey, we need to yep. get back to moving again. And Now, now this is going to become the
0: basis of the majority of our conversation today. So we'll we'll come back to this because it's so important that people understand what type of load is you know suitable yeah. and and how to manage that um but let's just quickly move through the rest of the acronyms yeah so, so you got optimism
1: it. so basically you know what we've we've mindset, talked about mindset yeah. is key and that you know there's like research to show that people who are really doom and gloom out things and it might not be you know it might be the, because of the information that they're getting from other, you know, people, or they've, yep. you know, had someone else who had this injury and they've had really bad outcomes. All of those things can really play into your sort of, you know, optimism and how you think your injury is going to go. Yep. and it showed that people who, um, you know, feel better about their injury at the beginning will, yeah, I think there's a real outcomes. tendency.
0: Sorry to cut you off no, because please. this is something that's really important. I feel like there's a real tendency for us to want to validate the pain that we're experiencing mm-hmm. when we suffer an injury, and I've seen this a lot. You know. We, we tend to look for a diagnosis that validates the pain. And if we don't get one, and I've felt this myself, sometimes I've been so sure that I've done something really severe and I've gone, no, I want to go and get a, a scan done or something like that. Yeah. And when it comes back, uh, suggesting that there's really nothing wrong, like nothing serious wrong. And I can go back and can, and, and, and start loading it. Yeah. You're almost upset. You're kind of like, well, what am yeah. I experiencing all this pain and discomfort yeah, for? Entirely. You know? Uh, and, and I've, feel like this um, topic of um, mindset, of optimism is so much more important than people are going to give it um, um, uh, recognition for. Yeah. You know, because you go, you hurt yourself and then you you kind of like, you know, when you're a kid, you know, it was cool to get a cast and go back to school and yeah. have all your friends sign your cast. And that that sort of, um, notion. Yeah, I feel like it sticks like, with us through yeah, our yeah, life. You know, yeah. when we go and hurt ourselves, and we, you know, we might have to take a bit of time off work or something like that. When you come back to work, and people say, "So what happened to you?" You want to say, "Oh, I busted my arm. I broke my bone. Yeah, or really, something serious, really serious yeah. happened to me." You know, and I, you know, it was really <laughs> validated that I took time and, yeah. off. And 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 yeah. and and yeah, you want to name your problem. You want yeah. you want someone to say you want you almost want to go in with a certificate going, "Here's here, this validates yeah. you know my, my condition and." uh it's the exact opposite thing that we need to be doing you know
1: yeah and so one really important thing with that optimism is it's realistic optimism yeah so it's not like if you tell your acl you're like not gonna be you know i everything is great i'm gonna be fine to be back in the field in you know three weeks or three months like that's an injury that's gonna take a year but it's about framing that injury and like you know it's an opportunity to work on some other parts of your life or other parts of your training or like it's it's you know, you take it on as a challenge to realize like, okay, there was clearly like a weakness here that I need to, you know, address and I'll be a better person or a better player or whatever for it. So again, it is realistic optimism. It's not just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yep, Um, so we'll keep...
0: We we look awfully pale in the video. Is there any chance you can um, give us that uh, Hawaiian glow?
1: yeah, turn up that uh, those those orange shoes. Get us Trump style. Um, <laughs> so we'll keep moving on. Um, so the, I can't continue
0: until I see a Hawaiian glow. No, oh, I'm, right. kidding. The, I'm
1: kidding. The right arm, the <laughs> tan. What am I working with here? No, no. All right. So, vascularization wake up, is. uh wake yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's the next step. Uh, yeah. So, for love, we've just done LO, and now we're going to V. So, that's vascularization. So, that's the idea that, you know, just like that, uh, now we're encouraging the inflammation process to happen with our body. Yep. We realize, like, hey, maybe, you like, sending blood flow and nutrients is a really good idea. So, vascularization is all a- about kind of continuing that on after you um, now are starting to move. So, it's encouraging things like. Uh, light aerobic exercise that you can manage. So, you know, for some uh, injuries that will mean, you know, maybe you won't be able to go for a run, but you'll be able to sit in a bike, or maybe you won't be able to um, use your legs, but you can use a ski erg. Yep. It's that idea about just getting the blood flow happening so you're actually, you know, uh, staying in a sort of healthy physiological state and really promoting that sort of blood flow around the body.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's, uh, I think that kind of comes in and ties in with the uh, load part as well, you know. Because um, yeah. people often... Uh, The the most common thing is that you rest too much. I think after an injury, you know, you have this mindset of okay, I'm going to take time off now. And there was the old notion that you know you need to take a couple of weeks off, or like the amount of times I've been to a physio that, uh, which really gave me a um, a bad um, uh, opinion of a lot of therapists was you know yep, take two weeks off the gym or four weeks off the gym, irrespective of what sort of was wrong you know yeah yeah. and uh i just dislike that you know i dislike that whole theory because i think that as you said just before there's always sort of something that you can do you just need to um and
1: as we talked about before so much it's like negative spirals versus positive spirals when you you know you you're on a real health kick and you stop moving then suddenly your diet starts slipping and you you know you're like oh whatever i'll just stay up and watch movies you know and like your sleep starts to go and then that you don't have these stretch management stress management systems so um yeah i think there's real positive and, and and negative cycles that play such a huge role in you know how people deal with things and and when some people are particularly susceptible for that with injuries and and really can undo a lot of um you know sort of hard work so uh by having this kind of more active approach where you're you know like taking you know respecting the injury taking a couple of days just to um let things settle down but then you' you're getting straight back into things and finding things you can do then that's so powerful to keep that you know that positive spiral going and really still move forward with all the other parts of your life so yeah, I think it's a really good message. Um, now we get into the last one, which is E for exercise. So that's the last bit of love. Um, and so yeah, there's really strong exercise um, evidence that just exercise is, is, is key, and, and it's all about um, I guess building that pathway back to the doing the thing that the person wants to be doing. So yeah. load is very much about like uh, so that micro factors, so looking at that particular structure, and you know how are you going to be able to weight bear through that thing? How are you going to you know um, get the right sort of amount of targeted muscle strengthening? Yeah. And then with the exercise component, it's more like looking at. Um, so yeah. just
0: just to give you an exam um, uh, uh, an example and um, to clarify lo- for load um uh you were told after your hamstring injury to load laterally mm-hmm. um almost immediately yeah so that's um, really yeah not not in a forward plane that would stretch the, uh, the and uh, ham- stretch the hamstring and, yeah. and and potentially um open that or reaggravate that tear mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yep. that's a, gr- a, a good example. Yep. It's getting the load right is key. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And we're not saying like train through pain here, like at this stage where we've talked about pain a lot in the past and um, for acute injuries, pain is a really useful feedback. Yep. Um, so it's a good sort of time to be using pain as like, okay, if. I do a thing and it hurts and maybe like find a different way of doing things or scale it back a little bit. It's yeah. when the pain starts to become less useful after, you know, the longer it sort of stays on. So, but yeah. in this really acute phase we're talking about, because remember with peace and love, it's all about initial acute injuries, which isn't different to overuse injuries for those people who have just tuned in recently. I can see there's a few people watching. Um, this, we're really talking here about like, you've just done an acute mechanical injury. It's not a tendinopathy. It's not a like, you know, chronic lower back pain. It's a, you know, this is a, yeah. you've twisted your ankle or you've torn a hamstring or you've you know, hurt your shoulder. Yep, perfect. Peace and love. So let's
0: peace and love. <laughs> and this is yeah, it's, I th- like this. I think it makes it, it makes so much more sense, and it's really good because it's very much in alignment with what we've been preaching for a while, or the message we've been giving. So let's go uh, specific into a couple of questions that have come through. Or well, not even questions. Um, Becca Perry, who's a um, uh, a part of our UMS online coaching tribe, um, has um, posted in regards to her straining uh, an adductor um, while she's doing a pancake stretch, uh, and we do, you know, quite aggressive, um, loaded stretching in the program. And, um, uh, I'll, I'll just read it out to build some context. She's sort of saying, um, uh, she's been reminded recently that, uh, patience is king. She strained a muscle pushing too hard with the pancake she says she got a little uh, excited because she could feel some real release occurring and she took it too far which is very common we've all done it uh, particularly in the loaded pancake or the loaded middle splits it's quite easy to do now i will have to take it easy on the pancake stretch for a while i'm able to tolerate gentle pancake stretching so fortunately it's not too bad of a strain um all really good feedback and she's using that discomfort or pain as a as a feedback mechanism um you know very quickly before we dive into specifics of what we're talking about with the peace and love strategy Uh, it's very important to remember for everybody who's not part of the ums online coaching um, stretching to discomfort is what we recommend Um, um, stretching to pain is absolutely not recommended because it stifles progress remember that flexibility training is all about Uh, breaking down or delaying the brain's uh, natural response to inhibit movement that it doesn't feel confident with. So um, repetition is key. Uh, But if you stretch too far and cause yourself pain, like in this instance that Beck's done, what it does is it reinforces to the brain that that was a dangerous movement and it will restrict it more. So she'll come back less flexible than she was last time. Um, And that's really, really important to understand. Now, unfortunately, the process of learning what uh, discomfort and pain is for you is a bit of uh, requires a little bit of self-discovery and exploration. Uh, which um, Becca uh, Perry can have vouch for now. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it's going to be a little bit different for everyone. Someone who's yeah. really tolerant to stretching uh, will, will most likely know their limits much more. And again,
1: it'll come down to that training age uh, concept that we've talked about quite a lot in the past. So if you've sort of done activities where you've been used to uh, you know, stretching your your muscles under that kind of loads, so maybe you've got a dance background or something like that, or even if you've just got really strong adductors from something like uh, pole dancing or something where you've got really strong contractions, with, like in those muscles, then they're probably used to being a bit more strained, and therefore they can probably handle it more, and you can probably more aggressively progress through your stretching. Yep. But if you're if you've got a very young training age, so you've you've never done anything like that before, and you're just like, hey, you know. I want to do the splits, but you've never been close in your life and you're just getting really into it, then you're going to have to take things slow. Your body's not used to it. And certainly, like, the uh, older you get, like the slower you'll have to be as well. So yeah, that's exactly um, right. But yeah, it is it's experimentation and you just gotta <laughs> yeah. You gotta
0: kinda of persevere and, and you will find that you take strides forward, but sometimes yeah. you take strides backward and that's yeah. part of the
1: process, you and, know. and as Rad and I were talking about earlier in the week, I think it was that um, basically when you're looking at this sort of how to program your stretching, like where, you know, the the daily mobility, the daily low level movement is so key and and exposing your body to sort of, you know, the like Kind of gentle outer limits of your range, like really frequently, is a great idea. When it comes to this kind of stretching, you don't want to be doing sessions like this day after day after day. Yeah, because you, you will need time just to recover. Yeah, yeah.
0: So let's apply the peace and love strategy for Becca Perry. Um, not knowing exactly, like we haven't diagnosed um, mm-hmm. Beck, and 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 Phil hasn't consulted with her, which would be um, uh, highly recommended. You know, in in the event, in 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 any event that you've injured yourself, um, you can connect with fantastic physiotherapists like Phil uh, even online Phil does um, yeah I'm so close to
1: being Totally ready to go. I'm doing a couple of trial ones with some of the UMS members who have reached out uh, yeah. over the next few days, and I've just got some little sort of things to iron over. But I'm pretty much yeah good to go with that. So yeah. I'm excited about uh, giving it a shot and seeing how we go. Because remember, with all the videos that we do here, like I, I I just love so much giving out this general advice that people can hopefully you know inform the way they train. But uh, when it comes to specific medical advice, uh, things I say here can't be taken yeah. sort of out of that context when I, when I haven't done a full on um, assessment and and. and like personalized discussion. I'm really excited about the opportunity to work with people more one-on-one with the so, online so consultations. So if
0: um, I'm going to throw you on the spot here, if Becca Perry reached out to you, would you do a, um, a consult with her? Just, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: Um, to, to, I'm to still b- figuring out kind of the pricing around it, but yep. I've, um, yeah, like, yep, I'm yep. Cool. figuring it out.
0: So, yeah. Um, the first step when you injure yourself, and I really can't stress this enough, um, try not to rely on Dr. Google. Tr- try to get yourself aligned with a good physiotherapist. Uh, and if you don't have one locally to you, then reach out to someone like Phil who does online physiotherapy. That's number one step because you you ne- you know you do want to really know what's going on um, in your body and a good physiotherapist won't just diagnose. They'll help you with the, str- the strategy after that as well. Uh, nine times out of 10, when I see Phil consult with people here in the gym, He's working with them on the gym floor with exercise, not um, you know what you would think. Which is physio. why
1: online consultations is such a you know potential thing for physio these days, because you know as peace and love is kind of showing, it all comes down to getting that load management right, and it really comes down to understanding how to train and understanding how to strengthen the right ways. And yep, yeah, so much less of it is about the you know hands on exactly, magic hands yeah. and elbows yeah, and yeah, fancy machines. Like it really does come down to good sound. Like personalized advice and education, so. yeah, that's exactly right.
0: so, um let's apply peace and love to Becca. She's um, done, and uh, let's just say hypothetically, we're sure that she's done an adductor strain uh, yeah. and uh, it's
1: so there's different levels of strain, like you know, tears or strain yeah. strains kind of a funny word, like it sort of doesn't mean like it's not a very precise word, I guess, yeah, and so when it comes down to diagnosing like a muscular injury, it you know we're kind of more looking at. Um, different levels of tears so there's different so, grades So let's just
0: be absolutely clear guys when uh, someone refers to a strain it is a tear is that that's right yeah. yep and we try to avoid using the word strain because it's it's just more clear to use a grade one two three tear right
1: yeah so i think when you like sometimes with strains you can kind of be looking at like ligaments that get stretched whereas when we're talking about muscles here it really does come down to more of like a tear so we'll just for muscles we'll keep it to just grade one two three and so grade one is kind of like a you know very minor some fibers some amount of discomfort but you can weight bear pretty comfortably you can you know move around it pretty easily and you can um it'll come good pretty quickly now grade it's kind of a funny thing with the podcast system might be able to see me but like um you kind of have these like two right at like ends of the spectrum so grade one is you know like a pretty sort of narrow band of like you know some amount of injury and then grade two is like this vast gulf in the middle of like a grade two can be pretty fine or yep. it can be you know pretty almost <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah almost crippling so yep. uh, it's not the most perfect system but it by the sounds of it if um, Becca's kind of still sounds like she's moving she's, around pretty she's well she's saying
0: that she can still do it a a gentle or a regressed v- version of the pancake so I would dare say it's definitely a grade one
1: yeah sure Um yeah and so again with grade three that's a, a full on rupture so yeah um, grade two big sort of just just quickly
0: to clarify grade 3 is a uh, a, a, like a like where the muscle is detached now it's separated yes Yes, they're no longer touching
1: they're no longer touching whereas uh, grade 2 can be like hanging on by just a few set of muscle fibers um, or it can be a fairly you know solidly attached muscle so again it's not the best system but we'll have a look at just you know assuming that it's a grade 1 tier the way we'd be kind of thinking about this is uh, a lot of the like really cute stuff here probably doesn't um, apply so much like unless you're getting significant kind of bruising down the leg which might show up quite a bit further down than you expect like as i said before i had like, quite a high hamstring tear and i was seeing bruising in my calf because yep. that it, like it bleeds and it just follows it gravity down, yeah. so um if you're getting like a uh, some bruising through there then that's probably a sign that you know maybe spend some time in the peace component so the um protect elevate uh Avoid, so anti-inflammatories, avoid anti-inflammatories, compress, uh, and uh, education. So spend some more time there. And then when we go forward, it'll be all about that, um, all about the love. So, yeah. But for you, I think you're probably at the stage where, you know, uh, for she you... She just needs some love. She just needs some love. Yeah, she
0: yeah. needs some love. Just, there's yeah. there's so, m- so, so many places we can go with this acronym. Uh, so uh, just bear with us if you don't find our jokes funny today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so with, like... In terms of protection for, if it was like a really significant uh, uh, adductor tear, like for the protection side of things, you might end up being on crutches. So that's what um, protect means, like it really taking the weight off it, really avoiding the amount of um, movement through your leg, really avoiding sort of, you know. A boot
0: could be protect, like when they put you, not for her, but for an ankle or For an ankle, absolutely. Uh, Slings slings for your shoulder. So that's
1: what protect is all about. Elevate is trying to get the... um, Place of injury above your heart yep. with uh, adductors, you're going to have a hard time like that unless you uh, don't <laughs> just mind just doing swing upside down. lying on your back <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. you know, legs against the wall or something like that. Yeah. So, again, tricky thing to do. Uh, lying down with a pillow underneath your hips, I guess, could kind of do it. But again, for would, you. Would just I lying would,
0: down be sufficient?
1: Uh, yeah, like slightly elevating it would be better. better but yeah. like, Again, for this, not so relevant in grade one. Uh, avoid anti inflammatories. So, again, that's both medications and ice. Uh, and then for compression, you might, you know, add a. For the
0: inductor, um, how would you compress?
1: Yeah, like not you a. Wear
0: some bike pants like I do. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah. So, you could have something like that. Yeah. Um, the issue with compression is often you kind of worry about uh, pooling of um, fluids below that. So, if you go really tight here and you do have lots and lots of, um, uh, like, fluid and inflammation and everything like it's kind of potential for things to pull lower down probably less relevant in this but you know something like instead of having the bike shorts maybe having full on like full like skins leggings so that's a way of doing
0: compression so wear your leggings um uh compression tights becca uh, that will help
1: you yeah and you can um you know you can use some sort of like bandages that are quite wide but Again, you can't like you got to be fairly careful then that you don't end up getting really tight spots, and you don't want to go for like long period that long periods of time. So, yep. I'm less big on like compression as being a really big deal in a case like this. It's not really yeah. something I'd worry about. Um, and then ed- education really comes down to you know understanding your sort of prognosis, so what you're likely to expect in terms of healing, like how long is it going to take, all that kind yep. of stuff, which you got to deal with um, ideally with a professional. Yep. Um, so yeah, for load, this is where we get into the nitty gritty for this particular one so
0: yeah and this is the part that i think people get really wrong um yeah
1: we both just had a bit of a rant about this before we got on air yeah yeah, that's
0: (laughs) right look we get a lot of people reaching out to us who say i've strained this i've strained that uh and immediately you know um we get like
1: ah this hurts i just it's probably just i'm not stretching enough yeah that's
0: right (laughs) and the first thing that people seem to resort to when they uh, get a grade one tear is stretching and yeah. you've got to think and the, the most logical way of looking at this into and, and my understanding and Phil can complete this afterwards or correct me if I'm wrong um, if you imagine a um, an abrasion or a cut to your, your um, superficial tissues so the skin uh, if you were to stretch the skin around that area you're going to re-aggravate or open up that cut even more. Uh, the exact same thing to my knowledge happens to the tissues underneath
1: the skin yeah you know it's like having a scab yeah. like if you or like yeah if you had a, a cut in your leg and you're getting stitches uh, you know that's gonna help it stay together and that's going to help it um, you know like everything sort of heal. knit up and heal. Yeah. Um, whereas like people kind of go like, oh, it's tight and sore and spasming. And the reason it's spasming is because it's trying to keep things close. Yeah. Spasming is contraction to try and keep everything close to lockdown movement. It's trying to do all the peace and love stuff by itself. Like it's, yeah. it's yeah. Your, your body's amazing at healing. And so it's it's figure that out. And then people are like, no. I'm it going must to stretch. be stretched, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> just a big like screw you, buddy. I'm we don't gonna... mean
0: to laugh at you, people, but no, it like, so, hap- like, it's it's
1: just the that's what, go-to you know, resort of same of, of I'm like I've done it before. I learned about all this stuff. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it, it yeah. kind of feels like it's sort of the right thing to do. And the you know the like the culture just sort of thinks that like there's this sort of magical property that like stretches a cure all. Yeah. Whereas. When you think about this sort of stuff, like we've got to give it the protection time, so time for it to sort of settle down. And then we've got to get that load management right. And when you think about contractions, what would be, uh, to get that load management right for something like this, we're not going to go into like those Copenhagen exercises that I was talking about before straight away, yep. which is like uh, basically Nordic hamstring curl equivalent for, for adductors, so yeah. like heavily eccentrically loading. What we're going to try and do is just get some gentle isometric and um, kind of, you know, uh, inner range concentric and you can think about that like stitches for the, that skin analogy where you're keeping things close and, and you're encouraging a bit of load and movement but you're not stretching those stitches apart, you're keeping yep. it together. Yep. So for adductors, so for an example like this, um, what I'd be looking at is doing some uh, some sque- like uh, adductor squeeze, so you know getting a foam roller or a ball or even your fist between, um, sorry knocking the mic, uh, fist between your knees Yep. And, uh, you know, doing that in a lying down position and a knees up position. And you can even go to the tabletop position and and having... So basically, your adductors in a few different ways, which targets a few ones more specifically. uh, Gently squeezing there. And so you're not actually getting any movement, but you're getting this... yeah activation
0: yep. and load. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of the adductor squeeze with the foam roller because it's got a little bit of give and it's just yeah. a good size yeah. to, um, to, to to push some resistance against. And, uh,
1: and Just again on why load is so important as well and why stretching maybe isn't is again with this spasming, with this, with this thing, it's generally about the capacity and load piece that I've talked about quite a lot before which is like thinking about your capacity is how big your bucket is and then load is how much water you're putting into that bucket and basically we've got to try and build up our bucket and stretching isn't going to do that capacity comes from building up strength in that tissue yep. and so uh yeah that's that's got to be our main focus and when your uh, tissue has a bigger bucket then it takes longer for it to spasm up and stop you from moving and and tearing so yeah
0: okay so just very quickly guys to, to to make it as as simple as possible if you have a strain which we like to call a grade one tear or a grade two tear um uh, if it's uh, a little bit more serious the, the the probably the worst thing you can do is stretch it uh, and the the better thing to do particularly is as
1: the tear is more intense like more towards that grade two side of things that yeah. will make stretching will be particularly particularly bad
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's not forever, but that's just in the uh, initial yeah. phase uh, or period where it's trying to do its best to stitch that um, tissue up again and, and heal. I just lost my computer. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, we've given Becky and her adductor, Becca, Becca sorry, and, and her adductor a little bit of feedback. The other thing and I want to do very quickly... Is,
1: sorry, the vascularization is a good idea to just like keep cardio, like something up. So yeah, something gentle moving, that walking, you can... Yeah. Yeah, walking or Step even ups. on a bike or a ski erg or something like that. Yeah. Uh, just something to keep... Moving is a really nice way of uh, yeah yeah absolutely. Uh,
0: So um, the the next one I want to talk about is this question that came through from. Sean Christopher, who is also a member of the UMS Online Coaching, um, he's said, my wife currently has a pinched nerve in her neck, the one that you get when you awake from sleep, which I'm not really sure of the context of that comment, but uh, I'm assuming it's bad enough to wake her up at night. It's more painful than normal and it's not going away, been going on since, uh, Saturday last week, um... Any ideas on things to make it better? Should she be doing some of those neck exercises where the pain is tolerable? Thoughts. Now, my first comment is I've had I've, I've experienced nerve pain before in my back in, um, from a spinal injury, and it can be absolutely crippling and debilitating. Nerve pain is is the, it's no joke, you know. Um, and uh, in the neck, the, like the, the you know the neck is um, probably of all of the spine. Uh, the higher up the issue, the more you want to treat it with caution. Um, and so, um, Phil, you know, will add here. There's a lot of great. Um, pe- there's a lot of people giving um, best intentions, recommendations, and 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 love here, which I love to see. But what I will say personally is, any spinal issue, and especially nerve pain, particularly in the neck. Don't mess around with it. Go and get it diagnosed properly um, from a physiotherapist before recommending anything. Now, my go-to is also always gentle spinal mobilization. Um, And, you know, I feel like I would like to say yes, that's a good idea, but I wouldn't recommend anything until going to see see someone.
1: Just go see someone. Like, it's just one of the things you really don't want to mess around with, uh, like, particularly, yeah, with, with the neck, the higher up it is, like, the more potential for, like, really bad outcomes if you get it wrong. Um, and it's so, yeah, the internet on a, on a forum like this is probably not the place to get your first line sort of bit of information. Go and see someone, uh, get it diagnosed. You can get lots of information about, like, when you're you're seeing the person, like it really matters sort of where you're feeling it, what you're feeling. Are you getting pins and needles and numbness? Are you actually getting like weakness? Are you losing the reflexes in your elbow? All of these things that uh, you're just not going to get from a general population kind of cohort on a thing. So really, I do recommend go Go see someone about that yeah
0: and if your extent is to reach out to us and connect with phil online yeah. um you can absolutely do that uh, yeah. but he's he's like with a nerve
1: stuff again like there's certain things with online consultations are really great with nerves it's a bit harder because ideally you'd want to do a neurological exam and that's a bit more challenging online so yeah. um would recommend if you can go and see someone in person that would be ideal yeah, if not absolutely. if you really need more help like get in contact with me and i can yeah absolutely
0: uh, that's that's pretty much it, guys. That's all we've got time for today. That's our Friday Physio Friday yep. wrap up. Um, if you like
1: Physio Fridays, let us know.
0: Yeah, let us know. <laughs> hit, hit comments because we could make it a more a more regular occurrence. Yep. Um, uh, Rad will be back next week on Monday. He will have finished his move. Uh, thank you all. Like um av- like um from the bottom of our heart for all the love we've been getting from people, it really means a lot. And welcome to, this group is just taking off, it's growing so quickly and uh, and we, we're, we're so excited about that. Uh, welcome to, I think like in the last seven days, 110 new people yeah, have joined awesome. the group, which is freaking awesome. And there's some really amazing people joining. We've recently had a bunch of people join our online coaching who are dancers in Las Vegas for Shania Twain and like this is all sorts of cool. really great people joining. That's so, so cool. um, uh,
1: get your questions in. Like- like, yeah. th- no question is, like, don't feel stupid. Don't feel, like, yeah. embarrassed about any questions. Nothing too simple. Like, if you're thinking it, other people are thinking it. It's really, like, there's so many more new people in the in the program, and there's so much, like, it is, like, such a fantastic program, but there is a lot to learn. Yeah, so absolutely. don't be afraid to get things out there. We can just do rapid fire sort of quick answer stuff. Just yep. Uh, get your questions in there and we want to help you out as much absolutely. as we Absolutely.
0: And a uh, quick shout out to everyone listening on the podcast. We're yeah. absolutely thumping. Now, we are on the precipice of a big milestone here with YouTube. And um, for all of you watching this on YouTube, we're about to click over somewhere in the next couple of weeks, we're going to click over 20,000 subscribers, which is super exciting. We We should have had a party at 10,000, but we didn't because we were so caught up in the whirlwind of running the business. We are going to have some special party here on the show for uh, for YouTube when we hit 20,000. I might get some custom balloons made or something like burgers. that, I don't know. Burgers, burgers. <laughs> yeah, we'll eat burgers. Richie's, uh, Richie's suggesting we have a burger celebration. Uh, so guys, Smash up the like button if you're watching on YouTube, um, and uh, subscribe and hit the and bell um, so that you get notified when we go live, so you can join us. Uh, and, and, and think about just all cool. those
1: people in your life who maybe you know aren't your internet friends, like they're your real life friends and people who are in the office and they're complaining about pain or they're complaining about you know like fitness or that kind of thing, like send them yeah tell them
0: how awesome we are tell them how awesome we are and if you just think we're awesome and you feel like paying it forward give us a Google review or or a Facebook review and tell and and, and say you know how how much value you get from uh, just the show or the program or whatever you've done uh, with us because it
1: not only helps us it helps Others because it it's helping us reach. Over. Yeah, yeah, that's what
0: that's what people look at, you know, to uh, decide whether we're going to be the right person for them to follow or to listen to or to work with. So, anyway, guys, sending you all lots and lots of love, um, uh, and we will see you next week. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept totally. what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. And you nail that skill. That's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there, it's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.